beautiful. Welcome to Sell Like a Woman, the podcast, the place to be to learn how to get anything you want, whether it's more money, more customers, or even to get your kiddo to go to bed on time or your spouse to help with the laundry. I'm your host, Kendrick Shope, and welcome to Sell Like a Woman, the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Kendrick Shope Show. It is Boss Lady Monday up in here, and we have the fabulous Katrina McGee joining us from a remote location. Katrina hopped on and said, I am on a a crazy road trip, so we're going to dive all into that for you. But Katrina, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kendrick. I'm super excited to be here. It is my pleasure to have you. So, Katrina, you're... um, you're, this is a word I probably hardly ever use, but I'm getting ready to use it. You're one of one of your superpowers. What you get paid to do is to help people figure out if they need to take a career break. And we're going to talk about what that is. And also, if I understand it correctly, to find their purpose, that thing that lights them up, that they feel like they were just sort of chosen to do. Am I articulating that correctly? Yeah. So um, I especially really love working with people that know it's an unconventional path for them. So they might not know exactly what their purpose is yet, but they're really sure that it's not the typical grinding nine to five thing. And so they want to go on the journey to find it. Okay, fantastic. So one of the little teasers that we did for this was Katrina's going to help me figure out if I need to take a career break. So tell everybody listening, what is a career break? Yeah, they're, they're amazing, first of all. Um, second of all, they are basically a voluntary sort of break from your career. So it's anytime you're taking a break with the intention to just focus on you. So sabbatical is another term that a lot of people use, but technically they're slightly different because a sabbatical means you're planning to return to your old job. So usually you take a sabbatical through your company and they agree to give you a leave of absence. But with a career break, you've decided enough is enough and you want big change. And so you are basically stepping off of the hamster wheel, exiting the rat race and taking a really intentional break. It can be any amount of time to do the things that you really want to do. Okay. So um, how do you know if you need a career break? Like, do I need a career break? How do I know? Right. So Kendrick, you might not need one because okay. you to really love what you do and you have so much energy and passion for it. That's amazing. If there, if there ever comes a time though, where you feel like you're burning out, that is a key sign. I think for a lot of people, especially people that are stuck, you know, in a nine to five and they're like, what I'm doing is not my thing, but I have no idea what my thing is. And I'm scared. It feels safe here and like crazy out there feeling burned out, going into work every single day and having this like knowing feeling that whatever it is you were meant to do is not this. You might not know what it is, but you know, it's not this. That's another great sign. And a really big sign I see with a lot of people and that I had myself is when you hate Mondays, like not just like the grind of Monday, but when you wake up, even when you go to bed on Sunday and you're like, I would rather cut off a finger than go into the office tomorrow. If that's happening to you repeatedly, that's a huge sign that something in your life needs to change. And I think the break is an amazing option for people that really feel either lost or burned out because it's this time that's all about you. It's all about what you most want to do. And it's all about recharging and like having adventures if that's your thing. But it's, it's truly just about giving you exactly what you need and not worrying about all of this other stuff on the periphery. 
So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate a little yeah. bit um, because immediately what comes up for me is the same thing that came up for me when I quit my corporate job, which was, yeah, that all sounds great, but we got bills to pay. You are a mom. It is irresponsible to walk away from this job. It is irresponsible to walk away from insurance. Have you lost your mind? Forget what everybody else will think. Like that comes later, that fear. But the first fear is, how do we pay the bills? So talk me through it. Yeah. And to that, I just want to say, I, you know, I had some of that myself. My clients suffer with that. I feel like it's irresponsible to have a life and to feel like you're wasting it. That's number one. Like, so just everybody out there, just remember that, like your life is a blessing. And if you feel like you're wasting it deep inside, like that's the most irresponsible thing you could be doing because you have so much more control. But when it comes to money, I'm a huge advocate of making your money work for you. Like you have to have a plan, right? For a lot of us that are like, what the heck am I doing? I have responsibilities. Yeah. Have a plan, figure out, your plan B and your plan C so that you can do the things you want to do. I mean, I had some of those excuses, right? The first time I took a career break, it ended up being a 20 month career break. I had $1,500 in my bank account when I realized more than anything, what I want to do is leave this job and go travel around the world. And I did the math and it was going to be like $38,000. That's a big difference, right? It's a big difference. Yeah. Big difference. 1500, 38,000. So, I had to change the way that I saw money, the way that I interacted with money, the way I was obviously spending money to figure out how to save that money. And I did it. And I did it in 18 months. And it was like really coming up with that plan for knowing my number, knowing what I'm trying to do with my money, and then figuring out how to align the way that I'm making choices and the things I'm doing so that I'm always leading back to this big goal. And really, you know, the money can totally freak you out, but you have time. You don't have to quit your job tomorrow. You don't have to take the break tomorrow. But it's time to start putting a plan in action. It's one of those things too, I think, or it sounds like that uh, in sales, we talk lots of times about have a quota. You know, people are like, I want to have the best launch I ever had. Great. What does that mean? Is that two people? Because two people could be the best. No, I want to have 500 people. Okay. Well, there's a big difference there. So it's getting really specific. Um, And I, I didn't realize how important this was with money for a long time, but it's getting really specific about any number, right? And being super intentional about it. That's a huge mistake I made too when I quit my job was, I got all, and and I wonder if you see this, but I got all fired up, all passionate about this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm meant to do. You know, I have to do it. I I can't, I can't do this other thing for one more day, but I quit without a great plan or without like running the numbers. And my husband kept saying, we need to run the numbers. I was like, the numbers will take care of themselves. The numbers don't necessarily take care of themselves all the time. Like it is really like I'm all for passion, but you got to have a plan, right? Yeah. And you know, Kendrick, what you did, like some people do, they just wait too, you know, they wait too long until it's like, I have to rip this bandaid off and just go. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that the ride to, to get to the smooth part is going to be bumpier. Like you're going to have the bumpy part to get to yeah. the smooth part. Yeah. You haven't completely messed up your life. You haven't, you know, gone irretrievably down this terrible path. It's just that you're going to have the bumps. And so you have to be like emotionally and mentally tough to like weather that storm. And I think what a plan does, it doesn't smooth out every single bump. But I think for those that feel like I want the least amount of bumps possible, I think that's what a plan does is it helps you sort of think through what are the real bumps coming? um, What are the imaginary bumps and how to let go of those and not let them hold you back and just sort of create a smoother path. But either that's a, way, great, that's a great way to think about a plan too. Yeah. Because I, you know, we, we say oftentimes to our daughter and, and, and to each other, do you want to do this the easy way or the hard way? Like, okay, we're going to do it, right. but do we want to do it the easy way or the hard way? And I'm one of those people who gets 
I'm all or nothing. And so I'm all in, I'm all moved by passion. And then I get in and think, oh, mother of God, what have I done? And there's a lot of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and crying on the bathroom floor. And so I think that that's a great plan, uh, great, great point about planning. So talk to me about, you know, this is, this is the thing that I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more distant from, I guess, now than I used to be, but you read statistics about people and their jobs. And I, I don't remember exactly, I'm probably going to misquote this, but one of the more recent statistics that I read says something like 60% of people, maybe it's higher than that, are miserable in their jobs. They hate their jobs. And I always think, is it any wonder that we have so many other issues outside of of outside of work, just if you're spending eight hours, nine hours, 10 hours a day doing something that makes you miserable, you're going to be miserable. But mm-hmm. in reality, is it possible? It's if 60% is the right number. Is it possible for 60% of people to say, okay, great. I'm going to take a career break. I'm going to figure this out. Is that really possible? Yeah. So is it possible? I believe that it's possible. Is it, is it the best thing to happen for everyone? No, like it's not for everyone. And I think like some people just really love working and they have so much to give and maybe they want to create something and maybe they already know, like maybe they're practicing their instrument and doing like their band stuff on the weekend. They want to move into doing right. They don't need a break to go find themselves or to heal. They just need to leave the thing that's not serving them and go do the job that they really want to do. So I don't think a break is for everyone. I just think a lot of people know that they need one like deep inside, but it feels crazy. And so they don't really allow themselves to go there. But for that 60%, like some of those people actually know what they want to do or they're okay with moving on to do something else. It's just the leaving part that's hard, but they don't necessarily like need the break. So what is one of the things that let's say that I've taken the leap, right? Let's say I've left, I've left the rat race. I'm, I'm, I have no idea what I want to do, but I'm, but I'm, I I know that it can't be this, whatever this is any longer. What is one of the first things that you advise people to do as they are trying to figure out what is it that I'm meant to do? What's going to light me up? What is it that is going to, you know, going to make me excited to get out of bed on Monday morning rather than want to cut my finger off? I love that. Yeah. So that's a great question, Kendrick. So here's, here's like one of the first things I make pretty much everybody do get clear on how you want to feel, how you want to be in the world. I think so many times we get fixated on the things, right? Like I'm going to get married. I'm going to have kids. I'm going to get a nice house. I'm going to get a nice car. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to be promoted. I'm going to have the title of a manager. They're all these like really tangible, random things that we've decided when we get those things, then we can be happy. Yep. Feel free. Then life can have meaning. Then I can relax. Then that's not life. Life doesn't wait for you to like line up all of these ducks in a row and then boom, everything is perfect. Like you have the ability inside of you to be happy all the time, even though it sometimes does not feel like it. And so I love to do this sort of exercise with my clients where I walk them through figuring out what are like their five or six key words for how they want to feel independent, free, loved, happy, joyful. Maybe it's adventurous. Like right now in your life, what do you most want to feel? And even recognizing that and knowing that can help you make decisions about activities you do, things you say yes to, things you say no to, where you start chasing the, the, the true ways that you want to feel instead of these random things that you think once I achieve them, then I can start living my life. Then I'll be happy. Then I'll be successful. So let me ask you a question. So I've done, I've done this exercise or not, maybe not this exercise, but a similar exercise. One of my, um, 
uh, colleagues and dear friends, Danielle Laporte does a similar exercise with core desired feelings. And it may not be exactly the same thing, but this is where I get hung up. I'm like, I want to feel all the things like there's like, you know, all these. T- yes, I want that. I want that. I want that. No, I don't want that. No, I don't want that. Oh, God, I have that. And then my list of four or five or six goes like I give up. I give up because I'm like, and then I do this really ADD thing where I start looking at the definition of words. Mm, so yeah. like, let's say that I want to feel um, intentional. That would not be one of mine probably, but let's say that I want to feel intentional and I look up the word intentional and then I get like, I've spent 20 minutes wrapped up on the semantics and I'm like, oh my God, if I do this for every word, I'm going to feel miserable. And that is not how I want to feel. Yeah. So is there, is there some like, help me. Yeah. So Kendrick, that's a great, that's a great point. And so the way that I make my clients get into it is they don't know that they're doing this exercise. So oh. a lot of times if you know what you're doing, you're just going to jump to all these things you logically think you want to feel, but I'm kind of cheating now because I'm spilling the beans, but essentially with this exercise, they start with all of the things they've ever wanted to do or try. Like maybe, oh. you to be maybe you wanted to be an SNL cast member. Like you're getting basically all of your wishes granted. Skill and ability are not an issue, but if you could be good at anything, what are all the things you would want to do? And then I have them turn those into, which they don't realize ahead of time, they make the list. Then they have to turn those into ways of being. So when you are a bartender, how do you feel? I feel social. I feel entertaining. I feel like I'm helping people. And then they come up with this like crazy jumble of words and we narrow it down based on like when they read this word, it's like a hell yes. Like, oh my God, I so want to feel adventurous, right? And it's like helpful, okay, but like adventurous, right? Or social. And so they kind of like narrow it in on their own. And I find that sometimes doing it in a way where they don't know what they're doing kind of eliminates what you're talking about where they're overthinking everything. Okay, it's funny that you use the word overthinking because um, Hank and Steve from Two Market tell me all the time, Hank, specifically, you're overthinking. And I'm like, well, how do I not do that? He's like, I don't know, figure it out. I'm like, that is not helpful. You're like, that is so not helpful. Yeah, yeah. it's like you're thinking too much. I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm an overthinker. Help me. Okay, so can we do a little bit of this here? Can we, can we do a little bit? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Okay, so um, the question is... Ask me the initial question again. Yeah. The genie's going to come and grant you an infinite number of wishes. Yeah. You're going to be good at whatever it is you decide to do, but he's going to grant you any wish. What, what would you love to be? What are some things you would love to be or to do? Oh, I can answer this easily. Uh, I want to be on TV or in movies all the time. Okay. (laughs) I love it. Give me two more. Um... It could be totally fun. Like you could be like, I would love to hike Mount Kilimanjaro or it could be, I would love to travel around the world or it could be, I think it would be super cool if I would be great at it, that I could be like, you know, um, like a writer. I would love to be like a nonfiction writer or whatever. So it could be anything. You don't okay, have to. So then they don't have to like relate to each other. No, no, not at all. President of the United States. Random, right? I yeah. know. Insane. Yes. And, um, and this is, this is, this is, yeah, okay. So see, I'm trying to justify them. Yeah, you are. Just, just, and, a, and a fantastic mom. A mom that raises a healthy, well-adjusted, wonderful child with a wonderful relationship. <laughs> I love that. All right. So here we go, Kendrick. Let's do this. Okay. You're tell me every single, so you get to achieve these things. We're going to achieve them. You're going to tell me how you're going to feel. I want multiple words. It could be a few, it could be a couple, but 
you are in TV movies every single day. How are you feeling? Beautiful. Um, financially secure, and that's not the right word, but like an okay. infinite amount of money. Like don't have to worry about finances. Yeah. Um, able to do anything I want. Able to uh, in demand. Let's see. Important. Uh -huh. Ooh, I'm getting to the root of maybe some psycho psychotic things here. Um, important. Um, powerful. Matter. A matter. Um, happy. I love it. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's great. President of the United States. You were just voted president of the United States. How are you feeling? Like I want to vomit. Um, and then aside from that, um, like I'm going to make a difference. Um, powerful is not the right word there, but like uh, I've accepted a calling. I'm going to make a difference. Yeah going to be able to help the little person, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Um, there's a theme there. Those are good. Let's do fantastic mom. So your kid is 21 years old, makes it into adulthood, looks back, calls you and says, mom, I just want you to know you've been a fantastic mom. You are officially a fantastic mom. How does that feel? Uh, beautiful, warm, loving, pride, um, connected, happy. Yeah. That's amazing. So Kendrick, you have amazing words on here. Some of them, as you can see, have come up, even though these are different things have come yeah. up multiple times. So then it would be like, I would read these words to you, which I'll read them to you now. And you're going to tell me if like, two or three of them, or even four, like make you excited. Like when you say it, you're like, yes. Okay. Kendrick feeling beautiful. Yes. Feeling abundant, feeling like empowered, like she could do anything, feeling important, feeling powerful, feeling like she matters and has an impact. Feeling okay. Beautiful, empowered. I love it. Feeling connected. Connected. Beautiful, empowered, connected. So see, Kendall, Kendrick, there you go. Like you That is so cool. Three words. And so these words can always change. You can always do the exercise. But like these would be Kendrick's words. And so you would write them down on a post-it and stick them somewhere like on your bathroom mirror or on your laptop. Totally doing this. Yeah, where you see them every day. And it just reminds you like, yeah, I want to feel these things. And you'll start to notice when you do which is awesome because you can do more of those things. And then when you cut, when it comes to making choices, like in your business, if there's an opportunity that comes up or if somebody just asks yeah. you to do something fun, you'll be like, Holy crap, this is going to really make me feel connected. And so it really just helps you like go in the direction of what your soul is craving. I love this. Thank you so much. Like, I hope that y'all did some of this with us, but I'm going to write it down. I, I love it. Thank you. Beautiful, power, uh, empowered, and connected. Makes yeah. so much sense. Really, really cool. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, I don't want you to give away all the secrets because I know that's like, like, I don't want you to, I want you to coach everything for free. But once you get to those desired feelings, then you know, what, without, without giving everything away, because obviously you, you, you are brilliant at what you do and you get paid to do this, but how do you go from like, let's say, okay, great. I've got these feelings, right? Beautiful, empowered, connected, but how does that 
transition into finding a career that you love? Right. So here's the hard part is that there's no simple X plus Y equals Z formula. Everybody comes to it on their own. And I think that's something that we all struggle with is that fear of like, what if I don't find it? But you were put here for a reason. You have gifts when you were little and it didn't matter what you did for a living. There were things you did for fun, right? It's in you. It's in you. So just know, like everybody listening, just know that it's in you. But that said, like, you have to start immersing yourself in things that are fun. So it's not this immediate connection where it's like, well, I know I want to feel these three things. So I'm going to logically think through every job I could do based on my skills and experience and come up with like three new job opportunities. Like that would be great. That would be super formulaic and we would get there really fast. But one thing that pretty much all of my clients have had to do is go seek things that light them up. So one of my clients was way into motorcycles, even though he like didn't really want to be, he was like, I really find them fascinating. We made him go to a motorcycle meetup and like hang out with motorcycle people. And it isn't that the, the thing is that he's going to become like a professional motorcycler. Like that's not it at all. But when you start surrounding yourself with people that have the same interests and passions as you, you expand your mind to what's possible. You start to learn about jobs you didn't even know existed and you meet people that like share this connection and you're feeling all of those feeling words we just described and you're learning about like new things and you're getting connected and networking with the people who actually do stuff in the sphere of what you want to do. Right? So for some people, it's just, you know, it could be going to a book club. It could be taking a trip. It doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be joining a motorcycle club, but it could be anything that you're interested in. And the point is not to do it because that's going to be your job. It's because like when you start putting yourself in that place, magic starts to happen. You start to meet people. Maybe they actually are in motorcycle club, but they, they have an MBA too. And they have this crazy life and this crazy job. And they can, I mean, it's just like magic in the universe sort of unfolds for you, but it's really about putting yourself in a place where you're feeling lit up, where you're your best self, where you're excited, where you're engaged and seeing what comes from that. And I mean, we do activities and exercises to make sure, you know, they're moving forward and that there's some structure to it. But that's usually one of the follow-up things we do is like going out and starting to like put, bring more of that awesome into your life. So one of the things that I think is fantastic about this is it's a really unique approach. So what, what I mean by that is I would be one of those people who's like, okay, let's look at all the jobs <laughs> where I'm going to feel empowered, connected, and beautiful. Yeah. And, and I would overthink it and I would hire a, a career coach yeah. and I would say, help me find all the jobs, yeah. all the things. And I would never, ever think to go and seek out activities. Like, like and, and also, I would have made the connection, well, if she has me go to the motorcycle gang, then I guess she thinks I need to join a motorcycle gang, and that's not exactly what I meant. I mean, unless Jax Teller is there from Sons of Anarchy and then sign me up. Did you watch Sons of Anarchy? I know who you're talking about. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I agreed. agreed. Oh, my <laughs> God. But that's another story. So, um. Teller Tuesday, baby. But anyway, I digress. So, but, but I would already be trying to make it, well, she thinks I need to go like do this and do this and do this. And yeah, one of, there's a book I'm reading right now and it says you have to be coachable. And if you're not coachable, then it doesn't matter if you hire, you know, the worst coach or the best coach, you're going to get Jack. Yeah. And I think that what you're exhibiting here, what you're telling us is you have to be coachable. If we say, go do this, go do it. It may be scary. It may be whatever. You never have to quit your job and go right off with Jack's teller unless you want, unless you want to, right? You're still in control, but we're, we're looking to have some new experiences. And I love that. 
That is a hundred percent true. And I say this being from a place where I'm an overthinker as well. And I want, you know, the path. And I think a lot of people that at some point end up in a more traditional job, like that's the benefit, right? Is you feel like you understand this, 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 I'm like doing these things and I feel safe because I feel like I know what's going to happen. And we're all trying to think 10 leaps down the road, like 10 steps down the road. And it's like, nope, we're going to get in tune with like what's going on in here. Cause for a long time we've hit the mute button and it's time to like unmute it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I remember when I met, um, a, a powerhouse woman in the in the online industry. Her name is Tanya Lee. Are you familiar with her? I'm not, no. Um, Tanya Lee has an entire business, and she about um, French kissing life, and it's it's a very unique story. I I won't go into details, but I remember that as I listened to her talk, I, I didn't know much about her work. I had heard of her, we you know, in 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 with with colleagues and stuff, but I didn't know much about her work. But as I heard her talk, every part of my soul came alive. And I hadn't had that experience in a long time. And I was like, I need to be around people like this because whatever she saying, something like I couldn't make sense of it, Yeah. but something around me needs to be around this. And then, but then I became an overthinker and I was like, I need to close my business. I need to learn what Tony Lee is doing. I need to, you know, of course I didn't do that because I'm also (laughs) rational, but so it's interesting to me to see that there's room for crazy ass people like me in this model. (laughs) Totally. Totally. And you are not alone. You are not a weirdo at all. So let's talk really quickly. I want to be respectful of your time, but I love how you don't only teach this, but you model this in so many areas of your life. And, and, and this really doesn't have anything to do with a career, but with what's going on in your life right now, share with us, you're on this road trip. How long have you been gone? What's going on? Give us some insight. Yeah. So, um, the, the road trip has officially, I think been going on for about seven weeks now. Um, I'm calling it an indefinite road trip because I am an overthinker and I am an obsessive planner. And I find that if I say it's a three month road trip or a six month road trip, then I feel like it has to be that long. And if I change my mind, I failed. You can't change the plan. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm sure you get that. So I'm trying to keep it, you know, as free as I can. And I'm actually like, I've, I've named it arriving at free because for me, it's super personal to really exploring what freedom is. So between the months of January and sorry, February and March, I, um, you know, like I had a six year relationship that ended my lease in Minnesota ended. Like we moved out on like March 29th. Um, I left my corporate job completely. So I'd been coaching sort of on the side. I left that completely left the corporate paycheck completely. Um, sold pretty much everything that I owned that wouldn't fit into my Toyota Corolla, sold a house that I had owned for 14 years and like never could sell. I was renting it out down in Atlanta and I just decided to rip the bandaid off and sell the house. So a lot of change, but the beauty of all of that change, because believe me, there are days where it's super hard to sort of navigate all of that and feel like I know what I'm doing, but the beauty of it is that I'm so free. Free is one of my words, Kendrick, like you know, you have your words, like for a long, long time, free has been like high value, high word for me. And I have this opportunity to really explore what it means. So I don't know where I want to live next. My business is virtual. My clients are on the phone or on video. And so I could live anywhere. And when you can live anywhere, that's exciting, but it can also be overwhelming. And where do you go? And so I decided to make an adventure of it and to just, I have a list in my little spreadsheet of like 16 cities or whatever that sound like fun. And so I'm visiting friends along the way, but I'm also just going to these places where I don't know anyone and I'm staying for a few days to check it out. 
and find my new home. And in that process, I'm really exploring what it means to be free in so many ways, in so many ways. And um, yeah, so I called it Arriving at Free because I feel like that's sort of where I'm arriving in this next chapter. What a fantastic book this is going to make. I hope you're documenting everything because that is, to, yeah, I'm yeah. I mean, that is a, to- that's a total book. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. I love it. I think that um, when we moved to Arkansas, we had been in Chicago and we moved to Arkansas and I was not wild about coming to Arkansas. And we got, um, our, our real estate agent said, when you, on the drive in from the airport to this, where you live, Bentonville, or we didn't even have a house at that point to the air, to the hotel, just don't freak out. And so I was like, okay, whatever. Well, let me tell you something. I'm from the South. I am from a small town, but I had been in Atlanta for 10 years, Chicago for three years. We drove through <laughs> these curvy roads with cows on either side, no restaurants. And I said to my husband, oh my God, we're going to starve because I don't cook and there's no restaurants. Like, what are we going to do? I was so mad. I did not want to be here. And then it's interesting just how things work out. We were here for four years and then we took a, 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 I've got a point, a short-term assignment or we moved to Greenville, South Carolina for about six, actually about nine months. And we were also homesick for Bentonville. And, um, it was one of those things where I remember we sat down and we decided, okay, Greenville, South Carolina is lovely. It's just not us. We can go anywhere in the world. We've had people, you know, opportunities to go to South Africa or opportunities to go to Europe or whatever. We can go anywhere in the world. Where do we want to go and what makes the most sense? And sometimes those things don't always equal out, but they did. And we came back to Bentonville. Wow. And it cost a lot of money and you know, it didn't, didn't make sense on paper. And I can tell you, it's absolutely one of the best decisions we have ever made as a family. That's awesome. And so that's kind of my experience. We didn't jump around and go, you know, from place to place, but I, I, I was so thankful for that time in Greenville because every, that was hard and we were unhappy, but everything became clear there, you know, like, yeah. it was, so I admire what you're doing. I think that when I think back to when I was much much, much younger. I just sort of followed the path. You know, you go to college, you get a degree, you get a job, you might move to the city because there's some more opportunity there. You hang out with people who have the same kind of job as you, you get married, you know, it. and I'm not even sure I realized that there's this great big world out there where you get to make choices. Right. Ditto. You're telling my story. And I mean, I'm 38. Like it wasn't that I was hip to this when I was 23. It took me a lot of living to get to that place where it was like, there has to be more than this. And then you realize like you do have a choice and it's kind of scary and you're like, crap, that's a lot of responsibility, but it's also kind of amazing. It is. It is. And I hope, I hope so much that the next generation of people realize much earlier than you and I both did. Yeah. I mean, it, it's worked out for us. I don't mean that at all, but you know, and, and, and I guess clarity comes through taking action, but I think, gosh, if Hallie Anna, that's my daughter graduates from whatever and says, you know, I want to just explore and try to figure it out. I hope that I'm the type of parent and I'm not, I hope I'll be the type of parent who says, you go girl, you know, yeah. take that road trip, do this, do that. So uh, your story is so empowering. The work you do is so unique. It's, it's the spin on how you do it is what made it really enticing for me, um, which we kind of role modeled here because, you, you know, you could Google uh, career, career coaching, career strategist, and there are lots of fabulous people out there, but you live what you preach and then the spin and kind of what you modeled here with, with desired feelings and how you want to feel 
is so unique. So thank you for being willing to play and to share. Yeah, it was great. And I mean, I'm so passionate about this stuff. I just feel like to your point, I hope, I hope it helps more people because it's, it's like breaking free and living that life. You know what I mean? Making the most of, of the time that you do have here. So thank you for the opportunity. It was really great. Absolutely. We will put the link to your website in the, in the comments as well as in anything that we send out about this. But um, people can find you by going to, just make sure this is right, KMCG, wait. KMCG. Oh, K McGee. Hello. I'm sorry. Coaching.com. I'm like, wait, this is her name, but what am I doing wrong? So KMGeeCoaching.com. That's K is in Kite, M is in Mary, C is in Charlie, G is in Green, H is in Happy, double E is in Elephant Elephant Coaching.com. Is that right? That is right. That's okay, right. fantastic. Thank you for being here. Where are you off to next? Yeah, so today I'm actually leaving um, in a few minutes and I'll be heading up to Bend, Oregon which I've never been to. And for those of you that are wondering like where I'm going to be at, you can totally keep up with me um, on my newsletter too. So that's sort of like, I've, you know, I'm on this trip and a lot of people want to know, and I've learned a lot of things and I've had a lot of thoughts. So for anybody that's like, man, I wish I could go with you. You can virtually, if you sign up for my newsletter. I love it. But yeah. So that's kind of what I'm up to. Well, if you ever get to Arkansas, let me know. I for sure will. <laughs> Count on that. All right. Look, I believe in you, I believe in your business, and I believe in your ability to break free and do anything that you want. You can do this. Make it a great week.